Hi, everyone. Welcome to the My Message podcast. My name is Kaya Mojitani, and I'm your host for today's episode. Every episode, it'll be me right here. And on the My Message podcast, we are working to make our messy life our message. And today, I'm going to welcome on a dear friend of mine who I hold close and true to my heart. He has such a heart for serving God, serving people. His heart is just so pure, and I just look up to him in so many ways. And so, Hunter Thompson, welcome back to the pod. Thank you for having me. For the second time, I'm excited to be back. I know. Um, this is our first time we're filming in person, so it's like a real conversation. Last time we did it when you were back in Miami yep. for school, which was an awesome episode in itself. But today, I just want to hear, and I feel like I want to talk about like your testimony with God and like your heart for God, and like I want to know where it comes from and like... I don't know. There's so many things I want to share to you about Hunter, but I'm going to wait for like the duration of the podcast because <laughs> he's just such an incredible person and I just can't wait to just dive in. So yeah, I, my testimony, it pretty much started. So I grew up in a Christian household and throughout probably elementary school, I went to KSG, which at our local church is like a small group. It's like a life group for elementary school kids. And as I was going through KSG, obviously planting the seed of faith and just God in my life. So my parents did that at an early age, which was amazing. And I'm very blessed and thankful for that. And as I got into middle school and high school, that was a kind of time where I fell out of my faith a little bit. Mm. And I realized more and more that because I fell out, fell out of my faith, it was because I was focused too much on like the world hmm. I was focused too much on what other people thought of me I was always a yeah. people pleaser and yeah. I was I was striving for people and not for God hmm. so that was that was my biggest kind of pull in middle school high schoolish and it's it's a tough time just because that's the time where you kind Transition. of grow and you know yeah. who you are totally so it wasn't honestly until probably college my freshman sophomore year of college that's good was where I really leaned into my faith. Wow. Which is very weird. No, me too. Because, Completely. Because you'd expect college is the exact opposite. Right? Oh my gosh, this is good. So yes. yeah, it wasn't until freshman or sophomore year of high school where I really leaned into my faith. And I mean, there's a number of freshman, reasons Freshman, sophomore why. year of college? Yes. <laughs> there's a number of reasons why, but it's, it's kind of baffling to me still that that was the time where God kind of tugged at my heart the most he's ever been so you know I feel like there's something to say about that because not only was that was it like that for me I feel like the past two years in my life I've gone all in with yeah. God yeah. and I feel like I've never been so strong in my faith and like you know you'd have spouts here and there throughout high school and middle school I can totally relate to but I feel like there's something to say about like our generation and like young adults our age because I feel like we're all at like this transitional period of our life where we're like, we don't have to believe what our parents believe anymore. Yeah. We don't have to do or say what society believes anymore because we feel like, you know what, like we're growing, we're our own people, we're individual, all these kinds of things. And I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like God has such a spotlight on young adults right now because we have so much power and we have so much 
um, opportunity. And if we change our life now and like follow God and go all in now, then our whole life's going to be so much better. And I feel like this could be speaking to somebody right now who feels like it's too late for them to start their faith journey or for them who think like, I don't know if God is for me. Like this is such like a long journey ahead of me. Is it too late? I'm 20, I'm 21, Mm. whatever that may be. I feel like this is so good. Yeah. And honestly, if I'm going to say one thing about that, like it is never too late. Yeah, that's right. Like it is never too late for God because God has a divine plan for you, whether it's now, whether it's in five years, 10 years, God has a plan, whether you know it or not right now. Right. Like people watching this, anybody listening, like there's always time. Right. Like God has a plan for you no matter what you think, no matter what anybody else thinks. There's just a plan. Even in college. A hundred percent. And it's a plan that you might not even understand or know Mm -hmm. or realize until it comes. That's good. Okay. So pick me up. Freshman, sophomore year of college. You're like, okay, I'm now getting serious about my faith. Tell me what that looks like. And I don't know, just like how you kind of journeyed along that way. Yeah. So going into college. So I go to school in Miami, Florida at a school called Barry University. And I have the privilege, a blessing to play golf there. And so when I went out to Miami, I, when I first got there, I was very, very new, very different because I've always lived in Orange County, Mm -hmm. California, my whole life. And just going to a place like Miami Mm -hmm. is so different, diverse. There's so many temptations. There's so, there's just so much unknown. Mm -hmm. So when I showed up at school, I was pretty much very lost on who I was. I was trying to figure out who I was. I was lost on my journey with God. I was lost in even my golf. I was lost in a lot of things because I was on my own for the first time Did ever. Did you know anyone going to your school? No. Wow. I didn't know anybody wow. in, in Miami. Wow. Come on. Yeah. So it was a very different okay. feeling. Totally. And I'm sure we've all felt something similar. Like we go to a place and we just feel like we're so out of place. Right. Yes. Whether that's going to school, whether that's going to hang out with some people, friends, whatever it is, like we just feel out of place. Right. And it's amazing to think about because a place where I felt so out of place is where I found God the most. Wow. Come on. Because that was the certain time in my life where I leaned in the most. Mm. So, so going through my freshman year, I was... It, it was hard because I didn't know anybody. I didn't find my group. I didn't really have a church that I was going to uh, regularly. I was just falling into this kind of, I wouldn't say negative mindset, but I, I was falling into this just like, what very, was me? Yeah. Like, who, who am I? Like, I don't really know. And am I going to figure it out? It was mm. kind of like a, I'm not sure. And I don't know if I'll ever know because I'm just kind of floating around. I'm right. just floating with whatever everybody else is doing. It's mm. not, it's not like I'm carving out this path for myself or I'm trusting God to carve this path out That's for me. Good. I was just kind of following everybody and everything and, and whichever way they were going. I feel like that is such a good point because so many of us feel like God's going to meet us where we're at and it's going to be this miraculous, crazy moment that's going to like change our whole life. And I'm not going to put God in a box and say he can't do that. But nine times out of 10 for me and what I've seen in other people's life, you have to take that action and you have to do the carving out and you have to put in that work to find God or find out who you really are. Yeah. And I, and I just appreciate like how you say that because I don't know, like I feel like I was at a point in my life where I was like at, at a different school 
didn't I knew yeah. all I knew two people. Hundred um, percent. I didn't even know my roommate going there, and I felt out of place. And I feel like I relate so much to your college experience so much because I felt different. I was yeah. like, I don't know what I'm doing, where I am, who I'm supposed to be hanging out with. I don't know what's right and what's wrong because what feels right to me doesn't feel right to other people and what feels wrong to me feels right for them does yes, that make sense a hundred percent and again going off that a little bit kind of what you said earlier this point in just this generation yeah there's this tug of either one side or the other yes it feels like. yes because of social media because yes. of all the ai all the technology that's so advanced mm-hmm. it's almost like you're choosing right and it's so hard because it feels like when you choose social media and when you choose just these worldly things, that's where you're getting pulled to. Totally. Because that's all you're surrounding yourself totally. with. Totally. But if you choose God and if you choose the community that's good for you, you genuinely know that's good for you. Right. That's going to lead you in the path that God has for you. Come it's on. just a very, very different duality of it. That's just, it, it's, it's extremely interesting to think about because it's like, it makes sense because there's so much social media posting and comparison and all this stuff yeah but yet if you surround yourself with like-minded people that love god that are in community for you and for the love of god right then you're just gonna flourish in so many different ways you you are who you hang out with right like you are the on average the top five people you surround yourself with and i feel like if you surround yourself with people who aren't morally aligned with you um in college or at home or your coworkers, whatever it is, wherever you spend your most time, you're and you're not morally like them. Chances are you're not gonna find the best of results. Yes, right, hundred percent. It's like if you're not surrounding yourself with the best people for you, yeah, it's gonna limit yourself in a sense. Okay, then somebody listening could say, okay, but I don't have that, so how do I find that? Yeah, and that was me my entire freshman year. Come college. on, and how did you find it? I literally just kept praying and searching. That's an amazing answer. And one thing I will say oh about Oh my gosh, that's one thing I will say about prayer is that I that I've somewhat recently learned is that when you pray, look for how God actually answers your prayers in real life. Say that one more time. Look for look to God when you pray and look for how he actually answers your prayers. Wow. Because there's so many times in my life that I've prayed about something and I just forgot about it. And I never even looked for it the next day, the next week, the next month. And God was working in so many ways that I had no idea that were present. So And good. I just did not appreciate them. I didn't take the opportunity. Yep. Just the experience wasn't as good because I wasn't focused on the prayer I had just prayed. I just listened to this today on my walk. It said... Um, it was a sermon and it was about how God is a, a God of repetition. He's a mm. God of again, meaning like our God is so good that the sun has come up every single day. But none of us, I shouldn't say none. Some of us don't even wake up and say, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus, for the sun coming up. And God is so good at answering prayers that sometimes we don't even thank him or yes. like um, appreciate all that he's done and doing. Yes. So good. A million percent. I love how you said that I just kept praying because I feel like as my faith journey has grown, my first result or my first um, action or what is that word? My first Mm -hmm. 
response yeah my first response yeah that's what it is my first response to like a situation happening to me or like me being lost or not having friends is prayer and so i shared a story once on my podcast about how when i was at my loneliest point in my life i was a prayer warrior for Mm. a friend because i dropped out of school and everybody else was back at school and I just felt very alone at home yeah. and I just kept praying every single opportunity I could every single second that I could and I just prayed for a best friend and then in comes my friend Cal in yeah. my life who is literally like my soul sister and my answered prayer and so if that's not a living testimony about how God answers prayers I don't know what is yeah seriously and the fact that you're persevering with those prayers day after day right. moment after moment right and finally, God places the right person at the right, right time. time. Yes. I feel like, um, what was this quote? It said, um, if we got everything we wanted when we wanted, then what would we need faith for? Wow. Like, what would faith be to us if yes. God just said, okay, yes, yes, whatever you want. Yep. yep. Your wish is granted. Yep, yep, yep. No, that's not how it works. Like, we have to have faith. Yes. We have to go through seasons of preparation, of waiting, of loneliness, of sadness to know, to know, to know that our God is so good and that he's going to fulfill and overfill our cup and exceed all of our expectations. A hundred percent. And one thing going back to kind of what you saying, what you were saying, praying for a best friend. Yes. And finally she got brought into your life. Yes. It was yeah. a very, very similar situation in Miami. Tell me when I was at school. So my whole freshman year, I'm, I'm lost. I'm confused. I'm just kind of doing whatever everybody else was doing. Right. And I kept praying and I kept praying and I kept praying and I was like, God, please like show me a path that you have. Show me the community you want me to be around. Mm-hmm. And finally, my team psychologist actually wow. told me about this church called Vu Church. And I'm like, okay, it's probably just a church in Miami, you know, everybody, whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know what thoughts I had at the time, not mm-hmm. knowing that this church would have changed my entire life. Hmm. So beginning of my sophomore year, end of my freshman year, beginning of my sophomore year, I started going to this church and attending this crew, which is a life group. It's a community of people in the church Mm -hmm. and going to this crew, they encourage you, they plug you in serving, they get you lively about Christ. Mm. They get Christ living in you. And it is the most amazing feeling that I've ever felt in my entire life. And I never thought I'd find that in Miami ever. Wow. Wow. Come on. I feel like this is such a word for somebody who's going into their freshman year right now and is scared. So scared that they're not going to have community, that they're not going into school with a best friend or they are going into school with their best friend, but their best friends will have whatever your situation is. Or maybe you're in college right now, still lost. Yes. Get plugged into a church. Yep. And And there is hope. And I'll tell you right now, there's people that are at college right now thinking about leaving, thinking about Yep. doing something else it's like if you think that's the place for you because god put it on your heart to go there right. or to be in that position pray keep praying and god will tell you and guide you in the right direction totally kid you not and in my situation for you it was okay hunter you're sticking it out hunter keep going hunter go to Voo church hunter this 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 go to crew be a part of a life group this will change your life and in my situation it was you know what kaya college isn't for you yep And you know what, Kaya, I, I'm going to put a God given dream on you and in your soul and in your spirit. And I want you to follow that. Although it's going to be so hard. Yes. You have to sacrifice so much for God. I feel like, I feel like how big of a blessing you want 
you have to sacrifice that much. Does that make sense? hundred percent. And so when I'm going through these trials and tribulations in my life, and you probably could feel the same, it gets hard. Oh yeah. Like in your mind, you just feel so eaten up in your spirit and your heart, the situations, your circumstances, but you have to sacrifice that much. And so I think about it as I'm just pulling out the roots of me. I'm just, I'm just going to keep digging and I'm going to keep digging. I'm going to fulfill, I'm going to dig a hole and with that hole, I'm going to fill it, fill myself, fill that hole with God, with my love of, with my love for Jesus, with the spirit, with the word, all of these things. That's what I want to be filled back up. And eventually I feel like when I'm fully full is when my blessing's going to come. Wow. That's That's amazing. I I don't know. That's so good. Seriously, that's a little so good. visual, but that's like, honestly how I like, that's what gets me through like a hard time yes. or hard season or the loneliness of like, okay, you're so lonely right now. You don't have a best friend. When you have good news, you have nobody to share it to. When you like want to call somebody yeah. to ask for a favor, you know, a girlfriend, you don't have that right now. Yeah. That's okay. Just keep digging and keep yeah. digging, but use this loneliness for good. Don't sit and cry yeah. and like sit in this pouty, like, woe is me kind of pity party. Yeah use this season for good because whatever situation that's happening to you is good yes. because it's from God, right? Yes, seriously. And so when you, I don't know, I feel like when you say my freshman year I was so lost that I feel like you could say now my freshman year I was so lost, but that's exactly what I needed to be where I'm at. A hundred percent. Because I'll tell you this too, coming from high school, going to Miami, playing golf, my identity was in golf. Hmm. It was. And everybody knew me as Hunter the golfer. Mm -hmm. They always knew I was at the course playing or practicing whatever. My junior and senior year summers, I would not hang out with a lot of people just because I was practicing. And I was always known as Hunter the golfer. Wow. And recently, this past year, for the first time in my life, I can finally confidently say, like, I'm not Hunter the golfer. Mm. Like, I'm Hunter the person who loves God. Wow. Come on. Stop. That's such a word. And that's so good. It's the most freeing feeling ever to just be able to know that people know me now for the love I have for God, the love I have. Yes. For them, and not wow. just this persona of being a golfer. Wow. And it's yeah, it's freeing. It's really nice. I am. Wow. That is so good and yeah. so powerful. How did you get like, how did that come from? I'm Hunter of the golfer. My identity is in golf. If I'm not doing good in golf, I'm not doing good. Yeah. How did you get from that to like, if I'm not doing good in golf, this is what I'm relying on. If I'm not doing good at golf, I'm a child of God. Mm. I love Jesus. I love that. How, how do you get from one point to the other? Yeah, it was a very humbling journey. Definitely that. But so again, going back to my freshman year, because this is where it all, yeah. this is where I learned a ton. So my freshman year was when, I realized that I'm not the best golfer out there. Like I'm not the best golfer. Ever. I didn't always think like, Oh, I'm the greatest, but go- going to college was a humbling experience because you're playing with guys that are playing extremely good mm-hmm. and at a very high level mm-hmm. and that you got to work your butt off to get to, right? Like you just have to work hard. And when I wasn't playing good, it's like my whole world was falling apart mm-hmm. because my identity was in golf. Right. And the one thing I learned is that when my identity is in Christ, no matter if anything else falls apart, my identity is still in Christ and he's everlasting. He's all loving. He's all knowing. He's everything. Yes. And the fact that I can lean into God no matter what's happening in my life, 
it's such a freeing feeling because no matter what happens, mm-hmm. you still have God. Yep. You always do. Right. And the most amazing thing is he will he will speak to you in so many ways, like like what we were just talking about, listening to your prayers and looking for your prayers to be answered. Right. Because when you're in a, a down state or, or when you f- are feeling down, God will call you to do something so great because right. he uses the most broken people for the yes. greatest accomplishments. Wow. If you look at all the apostles, they were the low of the low. They were killers. Saul, Paul converted to Saul. He was a killer or Saul converted to Paul. Sorry. He was a, he was a killer of Christians. Like he's, God is using the people that you would least expect Mm -hmm. for the greatest accomplishments. Wow. So if you're feeling right now that you're messing up, you're failing, like God has such a purpose for you. Right. And it is so unbelievable. And you need the people in your life. You need that community around you to pour love and encouragement in you. Because yeah. you have so much in you, you just have to find it. Right. And it's not going to be through falling into the worldly temptations. It's not going to be through social media. Mm-hmm. It's going to be through self-reflection. It's going to be through being in a community and just loving and learning about how to love. Wow. And it's just the most amazing thing to have your identity in Christ. Because no matter anything else that happens in your life, you will always be able to hold fast onto God's word. Always. I think everybody needs to reverse back two minutes and just listen to that a million times and right when you wake up in the morning because that was so (laughs) good. That is so good. I feel like I love what you said of like he uses the the most broken people and to be vulnerable for a moment, I didn't grow up in a Christian home, right? Mm -hmm. And I me and my siblings were constantly fighting. I have said some things in my life that I wish I've never said before. I've screamed. I've hit my sister. Like Mm -hmm. it was, it would get physical. Like I was a fighter back at home, right? Like it was, I was, you know, game face on ready for whatever to come at me. And then I had this moment of like, I don't have to be like this anymore. Like I don't have to be like this anymore. And I want to just give anybody listening the permission to know that you don't have to be like this anymore. You don't have to yell at your kids anymore. You don't have to fight with your siblings anymore. You don't have to be addicted to drugs and alcohol. You don't have to, you know, fall into horrible habits or addictions. You don't have to. Mm. And I feel like so many of us think we have to do this because that's how I felt of like, I have to fight. I have to stand up for myself. I have to show her what's up. I have to like humble him right Mm -hmm. no it's humbling for yourself yes to not and like just give you that permission of like you don't have to yes you don't have to be anything yes anyone even god right literally because he loves you no matter what yes seriously that's so good and just the fact that it's it's hard because when you do change something obviously people are gonna notice yeah and yeah. especially if you're a teenager or young adult, it's like when you change, you're going to get some backlash for changing, totally. especially if it's for something good. Right. So it is extremely hard. Yep. It is extremely hard to say, no, I'm not going to drink anymore. No, I'm not going to go out to that party. No, I'm not going to yeah. do all these worldly things. Wow. It's Come on. so extremely hard to change. But the thing is, you have like you have the opportunity to when you put your trust in God, because God knows your heart, right? 
like God knows who you are on the inside, no matter what personification or personification, persona. no matter, no matter what persona you're putting out there, mm-hmm. you literally can be who you are. Yes. And it doesn't matter if anybody contradicts you. It doesn't matter if anybody says anything about you. Your identity is in Christ. Right. And you can change according to that. However you learn, however you feel like Christ has a plan. God has a plan for you. And no matter what anybody says or thinks, you have the ability to ability to change that. Wow. That's so good. I can relate fully because when I was at school, I chose not to drink my yeah. the first month of school. And um, that was hard for me because I knew that that's not what I wanted to do morally. And I knew that wasn't who I was. And I knew it wasn't good for me. And I knew that's not like what I wanted to do and being at a big SEC school and everyone and yeah. your mother around you just drinking oh, seven yeah. days a week. I mean, I'm sure, you know, in Miami, 100%. I can't even imagine. Um, but I don't know, like when I found my love and my identity in Christ, I didn't feel like I had to do that. And yeah. I honestly didn't care what anyone, what anybody was yes. going to say to me about it because I knew that this was the way for me to be most connected. Yeah. And I knew that this was going to lead me to the path that I wanted to be on. This is kind of like how we were talking about earlier, like carving, like you taking action and like carving like the way for yourself. This was me doing that. And sometimes you got to dig really deep to get through that one specific detour or turn in that carving path. Right. Um, I don't know. I just feel like there were so many things that you have to sacrifice when you want big dreams or like, big results or big a big relationship with god a hundred percent and and if you think about it this way if you go to a school that you don't know anybody at Mm -hmm. let's say maybe even two people okay you have the ability to build yourself however you want to totally because nobody knows you you can act however you want this is so crazy and people will literally be like yes. that that's the kaya that's kaya yes not the one everybody else knew oh my gosh you're speaking straight to my soul hunter this is when i had this crazy aha moment yeah. because i went to Olmis, right i knew all but two people and i had this i don't know when you say my identity was in golf mm-hmm. my identity was being that extroverted asb yeah. girl yeah like that's where my identity was like being like I don't know, just like knowing everybody at school. Yep. I don't want to say popular or well-known because people probably didn't know who I was, but I would go For up sure. and say hi to people or um, I don't know. I just like that's who I was. I yeah. was this extroverted, like carefree person, right? And I feel like when a lot of things fell apart for me in high school and my friends started to just twin twindle away, yeah. I wasn't okay right and so i go to a school and i'm like i know nobody and i can be whoever i want to be like this is my clear start this is my fresh clean slate i can be whoever i want to be and i remember going into school and saying i'm not going to be a part of any drama i'm not going to crap talk anybody and i'm just going to be me yes and that's exactly what i did i'm not lying i wasn't involved in one piece of drama my freshman year and i never partaked in anybody any any trash talking like wow. never on my roommate never on my group of friends never on the people that didn't invite me when i wanted to be invited not the people yep. that used me for my car nothing yes i didn't crap talk 
anybody sure i spoke how i felt yeah. like oh man like this is hard on me or like i'm missing this or i'm missing that i'm not gonna say i didn't say that absolutely it wasn't all sunshines and rainbows for me yep but any kind of drama or whatever i didn't partake in it because i didn't have to anymore yes i didn't have to be that girl who was involved in every every person's drama who was yep. in the mix of everything who was an extroverted crazy partier in high school like i don't have to be that anymore yes that's awesome and it's freeing yes and seriously. so i just want to free somebody who feels like they have to be this person you don't have to be it you don't you don't have to you be don't. anyone for anything for anyone come on that's, that's so awesome good. That's, that's so sweet. good and it like sometimes it does take a drastic change like that yeah sometimes it takes changing your friend group right which is yep. extremely hard because you've known these people for forever but some people know that they might be they might be better off hanging out with certain people rather than others. Right. And that's going to be such a hard change, but like deep down, you know, in your heart, like that is the right thing to do. It's like, kind of just like that saying of like, you got to choose your heart. Yes. Like having toxic friends wow. is hard, but being lonely is hard too. Wow. But you got to choose your heart. Yes. Like what's better for you yeah. right now? Like what is better for you right now? What has God put on your heart right now that you know is true? Right. Like this is your encouragement right now to take that step. Mm hmm. Take that step because God will use it and help you flourish in so many ways that you aren't even aware of right now. Right. Maybe that step is like distancing yourself from that toxic friend or yeah. boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah. Maybe that step is, you know, vaping less. Yeah. Maybe that step is not going to that party tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe that step is um, making an oath to yourself before you go back to school. Yeah. Whatever that step is for you take it because that's just one step closer to carving out your path and to getting to the path of like living this life loving jesus loving god and just having a blessed life yes and having the most freeing feeling you've ever felt in your life wow when you can be who you are yeah and no matter what anybody else says or thinks that is you like you are you okay so i want to fast forward to sophomore year slash now yes of where you're at because I want to brag about you and something that's been so amazing that you've done in me and Jake's life um but t but before I do I want you to share where are you at what is life like how does faith tie into your everyday life towards you know end of sophomore year slash now this summer yeah so my sophomore year was was kind of when I went on this very profound journey with God where I was like wow like I'm a child of God I don't have to be anything for anybody I'm gonna pour love and encouragement and just try to give as much as I can mm -hmm. and just be a son of God like that this is this past year was my whole kind of revelation mm -hmm. like probably the biggest change of my life and just this past summer so this is another reason why golf is like or why God is like hey golf isn't your identity so about two months ago, I fractured my ankle right? and I was wakeboarding and I ended up breaking or fracturing my fibula. So I was out of golf for about a month and a half, two months. And this was just another way. And I knew it on my heart right as it happened. I'm like, God, I know that you are just telling me to like take a break. Like literally, literally mm. <laughs> like take a break. Totally. And so he's, he's like speaking to me and I'm like, all right, like what am I going to do? Mm -hmm. Because... I was playing golf a lot. Like, what am I going to use my time for? Mm -hmm. 
and I ended up getting a job with my dad and I work for him in the mornings after that. Now I'm okay to play golf, but when I wasn't, I was finding new ways to just pour into the calling that God has on my life, which is, and one of those was doing a Bible study. Yes. And did I know how or why or when or what? No, had no idea. I just jumped in, started texting people, said, saying, Hey, come over to my, my house on Wednesday at six. We're going to have a Bible study every Wednesday for the whole summer. Yeah. And it started off with four people. The first one was literally the most amazing conversation ever. Just so heartfelt, so loving, so like God was present in the, in the conversations and just, they kept getting better and better and more people and more people. And this pat, this last one that we had was 12 people Wow. or 10 people. And I'm just like sitting there like, I had no idea like who was going to come. I had no idea how it was going to happen, what time, what day, anything. I just jumped in, started texting people and and was just following what God had put on my heart. I am guys like this life group. When I got the text, I was in the car and I remember exactly where I was because I was so excited about it. I was in the car with Jake and we were just turning out of his house. And I get the text and you're like, hey, like I'm having a life group, 6 p.m. And I was like, Jake, Hunter's having a life group. Like, I'm so excited. Like, we're going like I'm so excited. And so we've been going. And oh, my gosh, every time Jake and I get in the car, Jake, Jake's a introverted kind of like a close together kind of person. And he's like, wow, that felt really good to like say or like, oh, I really need to be better, be better at that. Or I like how like Hunter just can express his feelings as a man and a male. Like, that's insane and amazing and such a gift you have. But, um, these, like this life group has been so rewarding for me because a lot of people will come in and have big questions Yeah, and everybody is on a different part of their own faith journey, but we all come together. And again, how Hunter says my freshman year was so lost. I heard about VU church. He uses VU church crew as his life uh, group structure, which has the best question best questions the best lessons the best scripture it is amazing and we just pull it up on our phone and we all just take turns either reading and sharing like they'll ask a question we'll just all go around sharing and so say somebody is like okay i'm struggling with this because you know the occupation that i'm in not a lot of believers are there and so we'll all just help them yes or we'll all just like give in our two cents just pour in and there's been so many things that i've taken away of like what Hunter says or what somebody else shares of like into my own life. And again, of that, like having that community started with you being obedient to God. Yeah. And it's not even like something that I was like, oh, like I'm going to do this. Yeah. It's like God, God told, like God spoke to me. He's like, right. hey, you have all this time. Right. You might as well do this. Come on. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, And it okay. was just you saying yes. Yeah. Just say yes to God. And opening up your home and just taking time out of your Wednesday night. Like, oh my gosh. I remember when a lot of, uh, one of the biggest ones that just recently happened, Hunter looked at me. He's like, hi, there's so many people here. I'm freaking out. And I'm like, no, like you, I don't know. I just feel like you've said yes. You've done everything that you needed to do to have this. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. Like you, I don't know. I just feel like you're just such a servant of God and like you just have this like such servant heart and like this like love for people. It's just been, I don't know, really cool to see you grow, really cool for you to just be a role model for so many of us 
and somebody listening and you're like, okay, maybe like I want to start a life group or like open up my home. (laughs) All it takes is a, Hey, Wednesday night at six at my house, be there, be square. Yeah. That's it. And it's, and it's crazy too. And I'm going to attest to this like crazy. So the first three Bible studies, three, four Bible studies felt great. Mm -hmm. Felt so good. Just pouring in, loving such a good community, such great conversations. Mm -hmm. And like the fourth or fifth one hit and, I'm sitting there and just that, that specific day was just tough for some Mm -hmm. reason. Like we all have our bad days. That was just mentally tough for me to just comprehend and, and to sit there uh, at Bible study and try to just give my all. And what I realized is that no matter what I'm feeling, no matter how, how I'm feeling, if I'm feeling down, if I'm feeling just sad or tired, like God still uses me. Yeah. God still uses us wow. even when we're tired, even when we're down, even when we're sad. Like those could be the times where he's using you the most. Wow. Because people still find your presence, the love that you have, the support and encouragement mm-hmm. that you have so powerful in their lives, even when you don't feel strong and confident and powerful wow. yourself. That's good. God still uses you even when you're through your failures even when you're feeling down or sad or just going through anything, God still uses you. Wow. Even when you feel useless. Yes. Wow. Preach. That's good. I don't know. I just have such a heart for you. And I just look at you like when I see Hunter, I see Jesus in you. Like I see the love of Jesus in you. And I mean that wholeheartedly. Like it's not just something I say. I feel it. Like you just have, I don't know. I just, anyone wants to come to Hunter's on Wednesday nights. I know it's coming to an end soon, but like, I don't know. Maybe we'll have to all do like Zooms. Yes. On Wednesdays. Yeah, seriously. And one more thing I'll something. say about that is, is God still uses you when you, you feel useless. Yeah. So this is like a little analogy just to kind of help you realize why and how. So you would think of light and darkness as like this kind of duality. Like there's light and there's darkness. Mm-hmm. But think about it this way. You can shine light on something. Hmm. but you can't shine darkness. Wow. So God lives oh in you. Oh my gosh. Wait, one more time. You can shine light. You right? can shine light, but you can't shine darkness. Wow. So that's good. When the spirit of God lives in you, no matter what you do, you can't shine darkness hmm. because that's just impossible. Like when there's a lack of God, then there's darkness because yeah. there's no light. But because you put your faith in God, because you put your faith in Jesus Christ, like there is light beaming from you no matter what you're doing. Right. Like you you cannot shine darkness. You can only shine your light. Period. Wow. Come on. I feel like um, I got asked a question once. It was like, well, why? Like, what can you say about like the evil things happening in the world? Honestly, I just feel like the evil things that are happening in the world, that those people are just lacking God. Yeah. It's not that God's not real or God caused those things to happen. It's just that those people are lacking God in their life. Yeah. Seriously. Wow. 100%. That was good. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for giving that analogy. No, that was so good. Yeah. So now, what God-given dreams are you like you pursuing or like where do you see... God calling you to be in the future right now like what does life look like for you with golf with 
school coming back around the corner like what are you focusing on right now yeah so school is coming back around the corner pretty soon but just the calling recently that i've just been feeling on my heart and obviously that can change anytime because totally god yep. works in miraculous right. ways but just recently he's been kind of pulling my heart towards like life coaching oh okay so, so just pouring into people encouraging them like you are able Wow. You just need to focus on the right things. You need to change your state. You need to uplift yourself. Come like, on. You need to surround yourself with the right people. Like just helping people figure out how to be them, their best selves. Wow. Like, that's the calling that I felt more recently. So I'm kind of talking to some, some friends and kind of studying some videos and, and like a course on it a little bit right now. So hopefully that is the path, but. I mean, only God knows what? where he's going to take us. So I'll be your client. Yeah. I'll be your first. <laughs> yeah. I need that. <laughs> Seriously. Wow. It, that'll be, that'll be pretty I cool. didn't know that. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. What? Yeah. So that'll be, that'll be cool. And having like God at the center of that. I don't know. I feel like that's so cool. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That'd be really fun. And going around either people, businesses, whatever, just. You're literally amazing. Pouring in. Pouring in. I saw that you recently just went to like a conference. Yeah. What was that about? Tell me. Oh, it was amazing. So I was talking to my dad and I've always wanted to attend kind of like a conference just to meet people, yeah. gain just information totally. and, and to just, I don't know, be surrounded by people who want to just progress and be better. Mm -hmm. So this conference was, um, it's called Aspire and it was, it had some really good speakers. One of them was Tim Story, a life coach, Marcus Lemonis, a very successful businessman and just an overall great human being. Wow. And there was Rachel Hollett. There were so many. There was there was a lot of great speakers and just just what we learned and, and what was amazing about that conference is every single person, kid you not, every single person referred to scripture. Wow. And just poured in to the way you're going to progress in life. Wow. Is not through money, through business. It's through loving and uplifting other people. And wow. that was the main message for everyone. Wow. Not just one speaker, not just two. Every single speaker brought it around to scripture. Every single speaker brought it around to uplifting the people around you. Wow. And to just provide love for them. And I was sitting there baffled because I was not expecting anybody to just bring God into the equation. It wasn't like a Christian conference. Uh, no. Wow. I had, if it was, I had no idea. Wow. But there were uh, probably a thousand, fifteen hundred people in the audience just, what? and it was the most amazing experience. It was awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. I remember when I went to like a conference, my first conference, like by myself, God showed up so much for oh, yeah. me. Like, I feel like when you put yourself in those new environments or those, um, opportunities for you to be fulfilled like i feel like god just moves and works so much in you and yeah. through you i feel like you and i are so similar of like we just have this calling like we want to tell people how awesome they are yeah like we want to speak in front of a stage like we want to speak with yes. a microphone and just pour into people yes. not for our own glory but for god yeah right like we're just being a servant and just saying yes and i just want to be used by god right 100 that's so good yeah Oh Seriously. my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, it was really cool. I can't wait to see like your future and yeah. that's amazing. It'll be cool. God only knows. We'll see. Yeah, God willing, right? Yep, God willing. 
I know. I feel like I'm like, I have these like big dreams that like God gave me and I can like, I've had visions of it. I see it. I feel it in my spirit, but I'm like, I don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. So everything could change. Like if I, if I felt it in my spirit and in my heart to just go back to school tomorrow, then I'm going to go back to school tomorrow because that's where God's calling me to go. But, um, I don't know. I feel like it's such a fun life to live of like, you don't know how God's going to use you, but you just are living this life to find out. 100%. Like, you don't know who you're going to help or the people that you're going to cross, but, like, you're just living this life to figure it out. Yeah. And to, like, be a part of it. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Hunter, you amaze me. And you just, I just love your heart. And I just love your love for people. I love your love for God. I love your love to keep continuing to getting better and better and to not be afraid to change. And one of the biggest ones is to not be afraid to like share how you really feel. Mm. Um, I feel like so many times men often feel like I can't share my feelings. Like I got to be strong. I have to be like put on this like strong persona, Yeah. but I feel like there's so much strength in you sharing how you really feel and like opening up and being vulnerable. Yeah. And what I, what I kind of go back to just of like honesty, like, being honest mm-hmm. helps you figure out one who you are yeah because you're truly honest about how you feel like everything about you right and two when you're honest and are truthful that's when the best possible thing happens happens yeah so whether you let's say you tell the truth and still something happens where you're like that wasn't the best thing that would have been a lot better than if you didn't tell the truth yeah wow so just just the transparency it doesn't always have to be with other people. Like if you're feeling something internally, you don't have to go out and be like, Oh, let me tell this random person. You don't have to do that. (laughs) It's just this internal, like transparency with yourself. Yeah. Like, and with God. Yes. A hundred percent. Like that, that's kind of the the thing. Like you're, you're being honest with God saying like, God, this is how I'm feeling. Like, Mm -hmm. can you help me figure this out? And that's like the self-reflection part, which is huge and will help you figure out who you are. Wow. Period. That's good. Yeah. Any last piece of advice or like anything you want to say to close for somebody out there, a word, anything that's on your heart? I know that's a really big question, so you don't have to answer it right away. Yeah. But no, no, that's good. Anything. Yeah. In the one, whole wide one, world. Yeah. One thing I wanted to say was I wanted to bring bring up the scripture. It was in Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 through 12. And it says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. Mm. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And the one who knocks, the door will be opened. And just reading that scripture, kind of going back a little bit to what we were talking about, was when you pray, look for God to answer your prayers because wow. he will. Wow. And it literally says, when you ask, you will receive. When you ask a question, when you pray to God, he will answer that at some point. You just have to be aware of it. Yeah. So become aware, pray, and just reflect on your prayers. Mm. And you will see some tremendous, amazing changes in your life. And to kind of wrap it up overall, like for everyone listening, just know that whatever situation you're in, you are called to something great Mm -hmm. whether you like it or not there is such a big purpose for your life and no matter what you've endured it's for a reason 
Come on. Like you are a living, breathing example of how God's spirit lives in you. Wow. And you've likely been through a lot, but you still know in your heart that there's so much more to you. There's so much more. So if there's one thing that I'll end this off with, it's be more scared of not becoming who God has called you to be rather than being scared of what everyone else might think. Come on. Love you guys. Hunter. Yeah. You're amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I don't even need to say nothing to that because that in itself is incredible. And my jaw is dropped. And for one of the few times in my life, I'm speechless. So you're amazing. You're incredible. Thank you so much for taking your time out of your day and your busy life to do this. Thank you for having me. I I just love you with all my heart. Love you guys. Praise God. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. Tune into the next episode. And while you're at it, leave a rating and review to boost the podcast algorithm to ensure that we grow organically. I love you guys so much. Have the best day ever.